Mac Voices at CES Unveiled. Valencell takes your blood pressure without a cuff. Mac Voices is sponsored by Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Mac Voices is in Las Vegas for CES. We are at Unveiled. I'm Chuck Joyner. We are in the Valence Cell booth talking to Mark about a cuffless blood pressure sensor that can track your blood pressure. Mark, it's great to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well, Chuck. So tell me about Valence Cell. So Valence Cell is a developer of digital health solutions geared towards helping people manage their chronic illnesses. Our first product that we're bringing to market, as you mentioned, is this concept of a over-the-counter cuffless blood pressure monitoring device. The device itself takes on a very familiar form factor of a pulse oximeter. So it's a form factor that people trust, people are comfortable with, but instead of estimating your oxygen concentration in your blood, it will actually estimate your blood pressure. So this is under development, and we are targeting uh, an FDA submission towards the middle of this year with the goal to be in market before the end of the year. Very nice. Very nice. Makes perfect sense. Um, so usually we have to put on a cuff. Yes. In fact, I've, I haven't seen anything that claims to be able to do my blood pressure without a cuff. So how are you accomplishing this? It's been uh, a long road. Uh, trust me. Yeah. Uh, we've... we've been spending the last 10 years or so uh, on the research side, focusing on methodologies to correlate the optical data to actual pressure information. And so we've collected data off of approaching 10,000 subjects, uh, optical data as well as cuff data, and learning how to correlate the optical data with actual pressure information. Now, when you say optical data, what kind of optical data are we talking about? So the technology is based on photoplethysmography, or PPG, the same technology that's in a traditional pulse oximeter. It's been around for 100 years. And so what we've done is we're taking those same waveforms, that same blood flow information, and throwing data science and machine learning and AI at it to solve the problem of blood pressure where it hasn't been solved before. Okay, the the question that is going to be on everyone's mind, how accurate is this compared to a regular blood pressure cuff? Well, as far as the FDA is concerned, blood pressure is a medical claim. And so they take very seriously the accuracy uh, that is brought to market by any of these types of devices. So we've been working with the FDA on a pre-submission and multiple supplementals over the last year and a half. And we have uh, come to some conclusions on what the protocol is required, what the validation approach will be, and what the performance requirements are. So this device, our goal is to be taking this through the FDA 510K class two device process uh, towards the middle of this year. So if, if I were to say, take my blood pressure now, do I do anything more than put my finger in there? So it does require one additional element other than putting your finger in there, and that's user-specific metadata. And by that, we mean age, birth, sex, and your body mass index, so your height and your weight. So you enter that into the application. That initiates the device or initializes the device. Then it's as simple as putting your finger uh, into the device, and you can start a session from the device itself or the application. And we're talking about an iPhone application. iPhone and Android. Okay. And does that then track my blood pressure? Do I, does it keep a running record of it, it for me? It will keep a running record, absolutely. So the first incarnation of the product is a device 
and a application. Just the combination, and that application is very simple and straightforward. It initializes the device and then it tracks your history. We see opportunities in the future to build upon this and using the app as a digital therapeutic where we could draw in diet information, stress information, exercise fitness information, and help people understand how those interventions can positively affect their hypertension. Very interesting. Um, so is, is there an estimated cost associated with this? I mean, I know you're, you're, you're still working on FDA approval. We're still, we're still working on it, but we are targeting a $99 price point at retail. Gee, that's not bad at all. We want to be able to put this technology into the broad market consumer's hands. You know, hypertension, silent killer, affects a billion people worldwide, takes 10 million lives a year. We think if we could put a technology, a device into the market that's accessible, it's discreet, simple to use, that it could be a difference maker. And in order to do that, it's got to be a price right. So we think this could be, at the right price point, transformative to public health. Fascinating. Can you give us a quick little demo? Absolutely. So um, the, the device is configured to me. I mentioned that you need user-specific metadata. Um, so this is already populated for myself. Uh, you insert your finger, and then we start a new measurement. And you can see it's going through an initializing process. This is just determining that there's a fingertip uh, in the device with some blood flow going through it. This takes a few seconds to identify that. And then you see that it's measuring BP. So here's where we're actually cap capturing PPG data. It upcounts for about 30 to 40 seconds worth of data. And then once we get that 30 to 40 seconds, then it's going to provide an estimate of my systolic and diastolic, a spot check, much the way a blood pressure cuff would operate. So we'll give it a few more moments here. So it's not taking any longer than a normal blood pressure reading would take? Absolutely not. And so we're, we're just about there. And you can see we have an updated reading here and on the application as well. A little bit high, that's CES blood pressure, a little bit of extra caffeine, lack of sleep, and then being on camera. Yeah. I'm not going to ask which one of those is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave it uh, to you all the judge. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, the website where folks can go to learn more. Uh, Valencell.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you, Chuck. Pleasure to meet you. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices at CES in Las Vegas. Back with more soon. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.